Well, the Lakers continue to bully the Miami Heat. They take a 2-0 lead on the NBA Finals to defeat the Heat 124-114. to Now, this was a very different game than that first game where the first game was just total domination just from the get-go. This game was a little bit different. Definitely didn't play that well if you're the Lakers, but again... They won, and it was almost like they were kind of just seeing how bad they can play to still win. But we're going to talk all about this game and more. So, of course, we have the one and only Laker Dad here to help me break it all down. Now, Dad, before we get into this, I mean, you were very upset. You were very vocal throughout this game. A lot of F-bombs are being dropped, which I'm not used to coming out of your mouth. But what did you think of this game? I know you were not really a fan. You know, Hannah, I'm going to be honest, as I always try to be on your show, I thought this, in some ways, was one of the Lakers' worst performances of the year. Uh, The fouling was absolutely atrocious. At one point, um, Miami had made 29 straight free throws. I mean, it was absurd. This is we saw this at various times this year that they just couldn't defend without fouling. This was awful. And then on offense, we just played right into their hands. I think we set a record with 47 three-point attempts tonight. Instead of going inside, these guys have no size at all. We just kept throwing up three-point shots from all over the court and missing most of them. It was just, just I was just not impressed with the Lakers tonight. This is not a good Miami Heat team, and they're depleted right now. I wasn't impressed. I was uncomfortable tonight. Yeah, this was a strange game. Like you mentioned, those 47 three-point shot attempts by the Lakers, that's the most out of any team in finals history, which is pretty laughable when you think, you know, the Lakers' whole game is not really shooting the threes. They're not really known for being this great three-point shooting team. So especially when you have this huge size advantage over the Miami Heat like the Lakers do, why they're taking 47 three-point shots is, is, you know, I have no idea. But still, the Lakers did get this win, and a big reason why they got this win tonight, Dad, Anthony freaking Davis. I mean, he was unbelievable tonight. He ended with 32 points. He had 14 rebounds. There was a period to start that third quarter where he made five shots in a row. He was 13 for 14 from the floor at one point. I mean, he just seemed like it was Anthony Davis playing against like a kindergarten team. It was pretty insane. Now, AD was spectacular. He was the player of the game for sure. In addition to his uh, 32 points, 14 rebounds. I don't know how many block shots. What a performance by Anthony Davis. I don't he didn't do much in the fourth quarter. I guess they didn't really need him to, but God, what a performance by Anthony Davis. It was just breathtaking. The other Lakers superstar tonight that we gotta to talk about is LeBron James. I know we kinda of talked like midway through the fourth, LeBron had twenty nine, and you were like, Wow, that was a quiet twenty nine, but LeBron ended up with thirty three points, nine rebounds, and nine assists. So what a shock. He almost got another triple-double, like he's just been averaging a triple-double. It's pretty crazy lately. So the two Lakers superstars really, really came to play tonight. And the other guy who really came to play was Rajon Rondo. He had 16 points, I think seven assists. I mean, he was unbelievable tonight. There was a long period of time there where the Lakers just couldn't score. And the Heat were only down by, you know, 11, nine points. But it just seemed like anytime they would get there, Rondo would hit a three or Morris would hit a three. And that would kind of buy us some time. Because like you said, you know, in that fourth quarter, in that second half in particular, besides the first few minutes when AD was going crazy, the Lakers' shooting was pretty darn cold. Yeah, it was, uh, look, Anthony Davis was spectacular. I guess you have to say LeBron was really, really good tonight. Although, honestly, Hannah, it was one of the quietest 33-point performances. I, I just, for some reason, I didn't think he dominated tonight, but I guess the st- 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 statistics <laughs> say that he did. 
Rondo was, you know, the player of, of the game for me, other than Davis. He was spectacular tonight. And the other guy who played well, but for some reason the darn coach wouldn't play him more, was, was Dwight Howard. I mean, this was tailor-made. Howard started the game on a tear. I think he made the first two or three baskets the Lakers scored. You know, he's so much bigger and more physical than these guys. And for some reason, this coach, look, he's, he's had a great coaching season. I don't know how anybody can criticize him. But the one thing that drives me crazy is he has these set rotations. And by God, that's who he's going to play when he's going to play it. So he only plays the center the first few minutes of the first quarter and the first few minutes of the third quarter. Dwight Howard deserved far more minutes than that tonight. The other team was getting to the rim at, at, at will and getting fouled all the time. I, I think Howard should have been in there. Well, tell us how you really feel. Gosh. No, I completely agree with you. I mean, Dwight Howard got the start again tonight. He came out with a ton of energy. He got the first few Lakers buckets. And then all of a sudden, the second half, we just didn't see him. And like you said, there were a ton of times there where the Lakers really needed his size in the paint because the Heat were just getting whatever they wanted and driving to the basket. And we were fouling them. And it was ridiculous. The Lakers definitely could have needed Dwight Howard there in the second half. So it's really strange to why the coach didn't put him in there. I don't really understand it. I don't see any reasoning for it. He decided to go with, uh, you know, AD and then Marcus Morris. So, I mean, I I don't understand. Hopefully in game three that changes. Now, I think in game three, though, the Lakers do have to make a lot of adjustments. Even though this, you know, they won this game, like I said, it was almost like they were just seeing how bad they could play and still win in my mind. And even though I wasn't nervous, I know you were nervous, but the Lakers only had, you know, like, a nine-point lead, lead, 11-point lead, 13-point. It wasn't like this crazy dominant game like we saw in that first game. So moving on to game three, what do the Lakers have to do in order to just be a little bit more energized? I think for them right now, it's, I don't know, I could just totally be speculating, but they're playing like they're a little bored out there. They're not really being challenged. I don't know. Again, Hannah, you know, I don't want to diminish the, the victory. This is the NBA Finals. The Lakers won the game by 10 points. It's fantastic. They're up two to nothing. And, and you know, so I feel like I should be really, really happy. But I just was mad at this game. I, you know, again, for game three, they got to stop fouling on every single defensive play. And they got to stop with these three-point shots. They've shot pretty well from three-point range the first game. And they, they obviously, you know, read their own press clippings and fell in love with it. But this is ridiculous tonight. On a night when the other team's center, Bam, the only guy who can play defense on this team, was out. And we just didn't attack the paint the way we should have. It was ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, those three-point shot attempts, we don't need to be taking 47. The Lakers did make 16 tonight, but 16 to 47, that's just crazy, especially, like I said earlier on in the show, when, when you have that size advantage that we have against Miami, and like you mentioned, Bam isn't even there. I mean, I don't know why we would ever even feel the need to take even – 33-point shot attempts just is not our game. We don't need to do that. We're so much better when we're just giving the ball to Anthony Davis and letting him go low in the post and just, you know, get those easy buckets in the paint when we have that huge size advantage. But for me personally, moving on to game three, now I know maybe I'm setting my my uh, sights to, I don't know how to say the saying, maybe I'm getting my hopes up too much, but I would love to see Danny Green, like, maybe have a good game. Like, just, like, make a couple of threes. I don't need him to have 30 points, but I'd like him to, like, make a couple of threes. There was a sequence there tonight where he missed three threes in a row in the exact same freaking spot, and it was just so infuriating. Yeah, I mean, uh, KCP 
was really cold tonight, and he was in love with the three-point shot and kept missing. I know he made one at the end. I thought he maybe made a couple, but boy, did he take a lot. Danny Green couldn't hit the side of a barn tonight. You know, there were just some guys who just kept chucking up those balls, you know, from three-point range, and it, it just... But it, it was unnecessary. They should have been smarter. It was just, it was dumb. They should have known to get to the rim, get to the rim. And then we'll get, if, if we miss, we'll get offensive rebounds. But, you know, we just kept letting them play right into their hands with these three-point shots. It was just, I mean, I was really angry as I was listening. So tonight, you know, they have this nine-point lead, 13-point lead, 11-point lead. But it seemed like it was much more. Like I just, I was never nervous. I know you were nervous, but you were saying at times, I think they're going to lose. They're just playing so terribly. But I just, I felt like the whole game they were up by thirty, even though they really weren't. So, and we see, you know, how bad the Lakers played tonight. It really was not their best game. If the Heat were going to win a game, I feel like tonight would have been the night. So, do you think? the Heat are going to win a game, or do you think the Lakers are just going to sweep them? Well, I, I I don't see the Heat winning a game as angry as I am about the Lakers' performance tonight. I mean, they played that badly, and they still won by 10. Um, you know, and I again, I, Dragic is a good player. I don't know if he's going to be able to come back. I think Bam might come back the next game, maybe. I don't know, but I, I don't think he makes that big a difference. The Lakers' problems were self-inflicted tonight. I don't think Miami played that well. I don't think they made that many baskets. They just kept getting the, the free throw line, and to their credit, they made all their free throws. So, you know, um, the Lakers have a lot to improve on in this game. But I, I got to believe, you know, that they're going to get yelled at a little bit in the in the in the film room, and maybe they'll come back and correct those mistakes. Yeah, I mean, even LeBron said after the game, there's a lot of things that they need to address, a lot of mistakes that they made. So the Lakers know this. They know that this was not their best game, but yet they still got the win. And it was a pretty comfortable win in my eyes. Never seemed like it was really in jeopardy. I think we can agree with that. So I think that's it for tonight's show, you guys. We're going to be back on Sunday night, game three. Hopefully it will be another win. Lakers only need two more wins until they win the NBA championship. How exciting is that, guys? Let's let's end 2020 off with some positive news here. So that's going to be it for tonight. Thank you all so much for listening. I hope you are enjoying the podcast. I hope you are enjoying watching our beloved Purple and Gold in the NBA Finals for the first time in 10 years. And until next time, Laker Dad and Laker Han will be back. Bye, guys.